Okay. This thing's on. You guys can hear me? Yeah? We got the mic louder. Can you hear me now better? Better? Any different? Okay. In 30 seconds, my voice will get back. I'm not, it'll be okay. <clears throat> all right, so first of all, first of all, big shkaych to Yitzi for opening this morning. It's really an Ari Haas. It's really an Ari Haas for co-sponsoring. It's close of Suda Saido also for Sruli. Where is he? He's around here. Anyway, Shbita. Oh, there he is, yeah. No, Hashem should bless you. You shouldn't have to go through any of them like that. But uh, you should remember how much Hashem loves you every single day. Amen. Amen. So, you know, everyone knows it's like the worst kept secret, you know, that Yitzi is like a... Claus Lubavitch, everyone knows that. It's not such a secret. <laughs> so, in his chos, we'll say something about Bechsidis, but it is Rosh Chodesh Adar, which is all about Venahapechu, so we'll explain Chsidis Apidagra. That's what we're going to try to do over here. Okay. So, you know, everyone knows that uh, the Baal Shem Tev, famously, it's a letter, it's a well known letter from the Baal Shem, that he met Mashiach, and he asked Mashiach, when is Mashiach coming? And he said, When Tarsach Hasidus spreads forward, that's going, to be, that's going to be paving the way for Gula. That's the beginning. That's, that's what's going to bring the world into that Meichen. That's called Gula. So evidently, Tarsach Hasidus is a Hachana for Gula. What's interesting as well is that Ratzadik writes in, um, in the Seifim and other places that he predicted that before Mashiach comes, a major hachana that's going to have to be in place in order to bring Mashiach, and before Mashiach it's going to happen, which is, uh, <coughs> is the hischaskas, the mechazik, the inyan, of Suras Rishchaydash. Suras Rishchaydash. And Ratzalik predicts, he says, that before Mashiach comes, you'll see there'll be more fabrengans and more sudas by Rishchaydash. Rishchaydash will, will be more of a yantif. So here's the question. If Tarsa Hasidus is a hachana for Mashiach, and Rishchaydash and Suras Rishchaydash is a hachana for Mashiach, so they must be related to each other. So what does Chesidus have to do with the Indian of Rosh Chodesh? All right, so you know, of all, of all Rosh Chodesh and the Rosh Chodesh that we're in right now is the most mysterious. You know, Chazal call, we'll talk about this in a moment, but Chazal call the, the secret of those Chachamim that knew how to calculate the new moon and to figure out when the new month should be and the Cheshbainus of that, it was called the Said Ha'ibor. The Saida Ibr, the secret of pregnancy, Ibr. To figure out when the new moon is, you know, as if it's like pregnant, it has to be reborn, Noilat, the Moilat. So every Rishchaydish is a certain Bechin of Ibr. And then you have, in a month like this, a Shanamu Beres, a leap year, or literally a pregnant year, and Adar Aleph, this edition of Adar, this Indian of a completely new month that's considered to be sort of one month in the womb of another month. These two Adars is on one hand, it's two months, but on the other hand, it's the same, it's the same Adar. So it's Kilo, it's like a woman who's pregnant that on the one hand, there's two people, on the other hand, it's still one person. So every Rishchadish is a Bechina, Chazal call it, the Chachamim that knew about Rishchadish were, were experts in the Saidi Ibor. Every month is considered to be, every Rishchadish is, is considered to be sort of like a pregnancy, and there's a, a new moon, which is like a birth coming out of that pregnancy. And then you have specifically Adar Alvis, Indian of Shanam Mubaris. You know, Chazal say, just to throw a few puzzle pieces out there, then we'll begin to explain. 
But the, the Gemara tells us that there was a number of things that Chizkiyo HaMelech did, and the Chachamim liked what he did, and some things he tried to do that Chachamim disagreed with. One of the things that the Gemara says that Chizkiyo HaMelech tried to do was that he tried to make a Shan Mubaris in Nisan. In other words, instead of having two Adars, he wanted to make two Nisans. Loi Hoi Chacham, the Chacham disagreed with him. They did not allow it to happen. They based on drushes. Only Adar can be duplicated, can be multiplied, can have this Bechin of Ibor, not Nisan. So here's the first question. <clears throat> Again, the first question was, what does Chassidus have to do with Rosh The second question is, what is this inning of Chizkiyoh HaMelech wanting to make an Ibor Shana in, in Nisan? And the Chacham disagreed. No, it has to be an Adar. You have to understand, if there was, an, if there was this drive on Chizkiyoh's part, to make a Shana Mubaris in Nisan, it has to be there's some Indian going on over there. <clears throat> so what is that? <clears throat> okay, so there's a Gemara Bab Metziah, okay? On Pehem Mebez. I'll tell you the truth, a few days ago when, when this was planned to have a Sirius Rishchadish, so I had a certain thing I was going to talk about, and, um, and honestly, like after Mincha Meir today, I, something else that came to my mind to talk about, so this, I'm hoping that it's going to be as, as clear and, and work through. I, 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 hope, I hope so. So I'll do the best I can. There's a Gemara about Mitzvah like this. The Gemara says a Maisa like this. Shmuel Yarchi No Asye de Rebbe Hava. Shmuel, the expert in the moon. Shmuel, the expert in the moon, Yarchi No, was the doctor of Rebbe. Okay. Who is this Shmuel Yarchi No? So Rashi says it's Shmuel. The one that we know from the Gemara, Rav and Shmuel. Shmuel happens to be, says Rashi, why is he called Yarchi No? So Rashi says because he was talking expert in the Saita Ibar. This mystery and this Indian of how to calculate the new moon, the new month, Shmuel was the bucky in that. So the Gemara says like this, Shmuel Yarchina was the doctor of Rebbe. And the Gemara gives an example of how he healed Rebbe one time. The Gemara says, Havacholosh Rebbe Be'ene. Rebbe, you know, he was sick, he had a, some sort of issue with his eyes. And Omer Lay and Shmuel, his doctor, came to him and said, Imli l'chasama, if you want, I have medication, I'll put it on your eye and it'll heal you. The Rebbe said, I can't tolerate it. My eyes are too sensitive. I'm not going to be able to handle medicine going into my eye directly. So Shmuel then responded, Ishtar lach mystery. Okay, I'll put it on the, on, uh, the, um, you know, the, the eyelid, your eyelids. And with time, it'll go in. I'm too sensitive to that either. I can't handle that. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, okay, Shmuel, what he did was he took a, some sort of stick, and smeared it with the medication, put it in the back of, Shm- of Rebbe's head, and somehow the medication, whatever this means, it traveled through his head and healed his eyes from behind. That's the example the Gemara gives of how Shmuel healed Rebbe. Then the Gemara goes on. Havakum istayer Rebbe lemismeche. Rebbe was mitstayer. He, he put in a lot of effort, and it bothered him deeply that he was not able to find the right opportunity to give smicha to Shmuel. Rebbe, you notice he wanted to give smicha to, to Shmuel. And Lo Yistai Milsa, it never, never worked out. He never found the right time, the right opportunity. It didn't work out. Havakum Yistai, and this bothered Rebbe deeply. So Omer Lei Lo Yistai Mar. Shmuel responded, Rebbe Noachadah shouldn't be bothered by this. L'didi Chazi Lisifra Adam Rishon, I saw in the book of Adam Rishon, this book that Adam Rishon had that talked about all future generations. That in the book of Admission it says, Uksiv but said over there, Shmuel Yarchina Chachim, that Shmuel Yarchina will be a Tamar Chachim. But he won't be Rebbe. 
he won't be given smicha. Adkam, that's the mice. Okay. It's a maizapella for a number of points. First of all, like Rashi says, who is this Shmuel Yachinah? This is Shmuel. Why in the world are we calling him Shmuel Yachinah in this particular story? This, this story has nothing to do with Shmuel's expertise in terms of calculating the month. The Gemara tells us again, in, in, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, that Shmuel was a huge expert in the Saudi Eber in calculating new months. And Shmuel said a language about himself, that if, if I wanted to, I could be masaking a calendar for all of Gaulas for all time. So Shmuel was certainly an expert in Cheshbainus of the new month, in the Saudi Eber. But what does that have anything to do with this Maisa? And you're calling him Shmuel Yachin Adafka over here. Why are you referencing him as Shmuel Yachin over here? Second of all, of all the stories, it says that, that Shmuel was Rebbe's doctor. So the sap is this Maisa that we're bringing down in relation to the fact that Rebbe wanted to give him smicha, that we want to show how big of a doctor he was, this whole story with the eyes, and now he was able to heal him from the back of the head. The whole thing is a pell, and then Rebbe is mitzdire. He's bothering him deeply that he couldn't give smicha to Shmuel. From beginning to the end, it's a, it's a pell. <clears throat> One final question. I've been referencing this already, that the Gemara describes the Chachamim that are expert in the new month as those that are expert in the Said Ibor, in the secret of the pregnancy of the moon and how it gives birth in the new as in Rishchaydish. So well, first of all, why, what's Said Ibor? Said Ibor. Said is a very, you know, that, has a, that word has a lot of charge to it. Said Ibor. It's Cheshboinus. It's mathematics. It's mathematics. Said. It's difficult. It's Cheshboinus, but it's not Said. If you take a look in Pirkei Derbelezer, for example, in the, in the eighth parak in Pirkei Derbelezer, the Medrash over there talks about Barichas, the, the, the process that was involved in the Chachamim sanctifying a new month. And the Lashinus the, the, the that, the, that Chazal used over there to talk about the greatness of the Chachamim, that they need, the ones that were involved in, the, in this process of Rosh Chaydash, Chazal talked about Ashrehem, praiseworthy are they. On them, the Pasik says, that they would see the face of the king. Chazal say over there that when they would say Mekudosh, Mekudosh, they would sanctify the new month, a baskel would come out and say, crazy stuff was going on over there. And the truth is, you should know the whole idea of Sudas, of sudas Mitzvah, one of the Makaris and Halacha, of the idea of making a Suda in the completion of a Mitzvah was the Sudas Rishchadosh that the Chachamim who were involved in sanctifying the new month would be involved in. After they were sanctified for the new month, they would make a suda. So what's going on? What's the ending of Rishchaydesh? Also, again, it's, it's the first mitzvah we were given as a people, right? Achadish Delachem. You know, be, the, to, to start Torah like that, that's a hush of a thing. So what, what, what's the say to Ibor? What's this Indian of, what's the secret of Rishchaydesh? What's the secret of Rishchaydesh? All right. So let me explain that. There's a Torah from the Vilna Gain. The Vilna Gain said, it says in Pasuk, Bereish is Baralikim. Bereish is Baralikim. You know what? Before I get to the Grot, let me try to figure out an easy way to say it. The, the Leshem talks about this, you know, this question of what exactly was going on when, when Chachamim would be Makadish the new month. So there's a halachic process, right? Okay, they made Cheshbainis, it's a new month, Makadish, Makadish, finished. But again, as they said, why is it called the Said Ebor? The Said? Why is it called Ebor Bechlam? 
So Leshem says the following Torah. He says like this. Every single one of us in our Avodah Hashem, every single day, is involved in trying to experience one thing, and one thing only, and that's Yichud. That's Yichud. Oneness with the Rabbani Shalom, Devekus with the Bayre. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Every single moment of every single day, every single experience that we have, is custom made for us to experience in that moment Yichud and Devekus and Elokos. But here's the problem. What stands in our way every single moment is the Sitra is the Eitzar, the Satan. Haman stands in our way. And every single moment has within it a Nitzitz, a spark, a potential, a piece of divinity. But what blocks, but there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a blockage between us and that spark, Kivyachal. And that's called Haman, the Sitra stands in our way. So what's our Avodah Hashem? So we all know. Avodah Hashem is Sur Mirav HaSetoyf. Avodah Hashem is contend with that Yetzirah. Be mechazik yourself to overcome and to sort of break through that klipa, discover that spark of holiness, and after going through the process of what? Of, uh, <coughs> of, of being mavara, of clarifying, and of fixing that particular moment and destroying the amolek of that moment, then you could come in contact with the elokos. And this is true for every single moment, every single day. Now the Leshem explains that even though you could look at every moment in an isolated way, every moment is isolated, but there's also a way of thinking of time in more of groupings, right? So there's a, there's a grouping that's called a day, and there's a group that's called a week, and there's a group that's called a month. So, there's a, if you, so in a certain sense, every single one of us has a certain peckle of sparks of Kedusha that we have to uncover, that we have to find, that we have to elevate in the course of the coming month. In the course of the coming month. And, the, and those sparks are going to be presented to us. They'll be pieced out over the, co- over the course of the next month, experience by experience. Every spark, so to speak, every, mom- every, 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 every aspect of divinity is going to be covered and imprisoned by some evil. And our avoida of that moment is to break through that evil, destroy it, be mechazig ourselves, and find that spark of Kedusha. And that's some total, the avoid of the month. Says the Lashem, but in order to be mechazig, the Jewish people, to give us added strength, in order for us to be able to do our avoid over the course of the month, the Chachamim, the Gedoyle HaTzadikim, would come by Kiddush HaChaydash, and they would do something amazing. Says the Lashem, Kiddush HaChaydash was, the Chachamim that sat by Kiddush HaChaydash, Part of the process was not only the halachic thing of establishing a new month. <clears throat> part of their avoida was to have the kavanas to be on such a level to connect to every single spark that is going to be within the responsibility of the Jewish people of that month to be raised. And the kayach of the chacham of that time of Kiddush HaChaydash was to somehow connect themselves and to experience those sparks of Kedusha while they're still hidden under the shells of the Sitra Achra. And by the Chachamim, at that moment of Kiddush HaChaydash, being makash themselves, and being mizdabik, to the Yelukus, to the sparks of Kedusha, that would, go, that would be experienced, that, would be, that need to be rescued throughout the month. But even before they're rescued, 
The Chum of Kiddush HaChadish connecting to those sparks and experience Tevekas and experiencing Elokos with those sparks, despite the fact that they're still imprisoned, by doing so, that gave an added boost to the Jewish people over the course of that month to talk, go through their Avoida and, 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 and redeem those sparks and rescue those sparks. Because once the Chachamim of the generation were the eyes of the generation, the Tzaddikim of the generation, already made first contact. They already made first contact with those sparks and already drew some light from those sparks and towards those sparks with their Avoida, with their Kavanas. So the Mela, every single year going forward, going forward in their month, in that month, would be given added strength to be able to find the sparks of Kedusha and the levels of Elokus that are hidden in front of them in any particular moment. So, Lamashal, Lamashal, like in the Kavanas, you know, by the Rashash and so on, every Shemun Esrei is all leading up to that moment of Yicha, that moment of Dvekas, with that spark of Kedusha that's of that time, of that particular day. And all ends up by Sim Shalom. And Sim Shalom is the moment of Yichud with that spark of Kedusha that is that day. And there are certain divine names that a Yid, that a Mekubah, that a Tzaddik has in mind when you've gone through that process of Avayda, of breaking through all the different Hesterponims and all the different Klippas and all the different Hamans and destroying all the, and, and eventually gaming, you know, breaking through the fortresses and getting to the princess. And being able to have that yichud with that nitzas of kedusha, there's certain shame sectation that the tzaddikim have by sim shalom. The, the tzaddikim of kiddush achaydish would have those kavanas already before the spark is redeemed, and they would put themselves already in the chamber of the of the princess in that holy place, despite the fact that she's still in prison. And by doing so, again, as I said, by making first contact, that would be mechazig every single year in their own avayda. So these tzaddikim were very very big people. This is why, <clears throat> I mean, I have to speak with Sneas about this, but the Gemara, the, the Leshem makes a tzushtel. I mentioned that Shmuel said about himself that he is the biggest bucky, the biggest expert. And he said about himself that Yachaluskuna, that he could be Masakin all of Golas. All of Golas he could be Masakin. The Leshem explains that the meaning of that is, is that Shmuel was such a Chacham in being able to come in contact with the Yalakus in all things even before the Yelokus is rescued from the filth that surrounds it, thus giving Klal Yisrael the ability to face the, 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 the Klippus and to be able to give them the strength to break through the Klippus and to discover and to rescue the princess because there was already contact made between the Tzaddikim and the princess. This is what Shmuel means, that he could be Masak in all of Golas. This is why the Leshem also points out there's another member of Shmuel, it's one of these peldikazachim that the Gemara, if it wasn't for a Gemara, you wouldn't be, you certainly wouldn't feel comfortable saying it, and you wouldn't be allowed to say such a thing. But the Gemara says that Shmuel said about himself that he was an expert, that to do a Maisabia, you know, the Gemara says that uh, a Basula, with the first Maisabia, there's Dam, Dam Basulam. So the Gemara says about Shmuel that he was such an expert to such a, such Kaiches, that he could do a Maisabia with a Basula and, to, and avoid bringing out any Dam. The Gemara says, Rav Guvrei had a Kaiach like that. First of all, what does that mean? So he says that's the Indian. A Yichud, a Yichud that takes place and the blood that comes out, the Dam Basula means that there was a Haman in between. A Yichud means that spark of Kedusha, the Elokus of that moment. But in order to get to that Elokus, you needed to break through Klippas. And when a person goes to that Muhammad, there's always trauma. 
There's always trauma that comes after wrestling with an Esav. Even if you're Matzliach, you still are hump, you're still limp, limping along because of that. Shmuel the Yarchina, Shmuel the Chacham that's able to be Medabek himself to the sparks of Kedusha, even while they're still imprisoned. Shmuel therefore says about himself that he could have a Maisevi without causing any dam to be, to be uh, expressed, without dam being, being uh, uh, surfacing. So here's the question. How is that possible? How is it possible? And by the way, let's understand, this is the secret of the month of Adar. It says in Sefer Yitzir, every single month is created with a certain letter. What's the letter of the month of Adar? It's the letter Kuf. The letter Kuf is an amazing letter. The letter Kuf is the only letter that part of the letter extends. It's not an end of letter, so it's a main letter, and the, and the, the leg extends beneath the line, like the imaginary line of where everything is, like, you know, like, do not go beneath the surface. The Kuf goes there. The Kuf goes there. The Kuf represents the spark of Kedusha that's embedded in low places. But what's amazing about the Kuf is that despite the fact that, it re- that the leg of it represents a spark of Kedusha, divinity being stuck in a low dungeon, the higher part of the Kuf is a letter Resh, right? Mm-hmm. If you imagine a Kuf, a Kuf is basically two letters, a Resh and a Zion. A Resh and a Zion. The Resh of the Kuf represents a protective aura, protecting the Zion, protecting the spark of Kedusha, that even while it's down there in the dungeon, on some level it's not really there. On some level, it's still insulated and still protected. And you could come in contact and have a Fabrengen with the Nitzas of Kedusha without having to deal with the dungeon itself. This is why the same letters, Reish, Zion, spell the, same, the, spell the word Zar. Zar means foreigner. Zar, the reason why it spells the word Zar, the letter Kuf, is because the spark of Kedusha that's laden within the dungeon, the secret of the letter Kuf is is that it's a foreigner there. It's not really part of the dungeon. It sort of has its own little identity there. And there's a possibility of being maskasha to it without having to involve yourself in the blood and in the dam. It's possible without that. This is the site, this is what the letter, letter Kuf is. This is why the letter Kuf, those letters, Reish, Zion, Zar, also is the same letters flipped around as Ruz, which means secret. Because this is a big site. To be able to experience Dveikos and experience Elukos without having to go through Mechias Amalek, to being able to somehow in, be, have a relationship with the princess without, without having to rescue her first, that's a big secret. So how do you do such a thing? How is such a thing possible? So what's Taka the Saita Ibor? Yarchina, Shmuel Yarchina. So there's a term from the Vilna Gain. So the Vilna Gain said, it says in Pasuk, Bereshis Barlikim. So the mm-hmm. said the word bracious is a break, you break it down into two words, bays, racious, two beginnings. The Rabbanishal created the world in two dimensions, two racious. What does that mean? So it says the Vilnagain as follows. There's one, there's one beginning of creation, which is the beginning that we know of. There is God, and He is the creator. And then there's our universe, and it begins when the Rabbanu Shalom began to create our universe. That's called, that's called the beginning. In other words, there's one way of thinking of it. That's what's called by Chesidus by in the Svarim, Yechudet HaTah. Yechudet means there's the world of the Boire, and there's the world of the Nivra. 
And the world of the Nivra is a place where there's dungeons and dragons. The, pla- the world of the Nivra is the place of where Haman is Matzliach. And the princess is trapped under Haman's jurisdiction. And in that place of the Nivra, you have no choice but to defeat the Hamans of the world and to overcome those obstacles and to get your hands bloodied with blood, with, uh, you know, dirtied with blood in order to have that yichud. You have no choice. But said the Vilna Goyen, there's another racist. There is a way, there is a level of reality, which is the Nivra, a created universe, and our universe, not as it exists outside of God. But there's a way, there's a, real, there's a dimension of our reality, which is the Nivra, the created universe, as it still exists within God. There really, I'll be honest with you, there really is no good muscle for this. The, 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 the closest muscle you could have is if you were to imagine in your mind like a conversation you, had, you would have with your friend. And then like, you know, you have this like premonition or something, then you actually have the conversation. <laughs> so there's like, now it's not a good muscle because the, the conversation you had in your head didn't really happen. But with God, everything he does is real and everything he thinks is real. The Rabbanu Shalom Kivyachal first thought about our universe. And the Rabbanu Shalom thought about every single detail and every single event in our lives before he then carried it out. Which then meet, which means that there are two levels to reality itself. Every experience that we go through exists on two planes. It exists on the plane of how the Rabbanu Shalom actually created it and, there, and it exists also in the dimension of as it exists in God's mind. This is the secret of what it means in Pasuk. We have a contradiction of Sukkim. On the one hand, the Pasuk says, Af yad yas that my hands, says Hashem, laid the foundation for the universe. My hands laid the foundation. Another Pasuk says, Hashem that Hashem laid the foundation with his thoughts. So which one is it? Is the foundation of reality Hashem's thoughts or is it Hashem's hands? The answer is it's Bez Rashis. There are two beginnings. Now let's understand. We live in the world, we live in a world that we think of as just the second dimension. God's thoughts are who knows where. And then there's planet Earth that Hashem actually created. And that's the world that we live in where there's dragons and there's monsters and we have to, and you can't come in contact with the princess unless you defeat those dragons. And the Kuf is not isolated. There is no Rash hovering over the Zion. It's just all sullied. It's all enmeshed in Toma. And you have to go through the process of Birurim in order to find that spark of Kedusha. And unless you go through the process of Birurim, which gets your hands dirty and injures your hip, like Yaakov Avinu, then you're not going to find anything. In that universe of where things exist in God's mind, maybe things are different. But every single one of us has to know that we live in both places. We live in both places. And there's a huge fundamental difference between what, what reality looks like as it is, as it is experienced in the, in the world that was created by Hashem's hands versus the reality that was created by Hashem's thoughts. Everything we experience is in Hashem's thoughts too, but here's the fundamental difference. What is the Eitzahara? What is evil? What is Ra? What is the Sitra You know, one of the basic teachings of the Baal Shem Tev, we have a, there's a Masur that we have from the Slanum or Tzadikim of 10 basic principles that all of Hasidus is rooted on. 10 basic principles. And one of the principles, it's interesting, is the Baal Shem Tev taught that a person has to remember 
that the Malach HaMavis, the, the Yetzirah, whatever hat he's wearing at the time, the Sitra Achra, is just a Malach of the Rabbanu He's doing his Shlichas of the Rabbanu to put Nisyanis in front of you in order that you should overcome it. But don't think of it, says the, said the Baal Shem Tov, of the think of the Yetzirah as this outside force, God forbid, that's fighting against Kedusha. He's a Malach Toiv. He's a Malach. And said the Baal Shem, and when you are Matzliach in overcoming the, that Malach, that gives him Nachas Ruach. He wants to be defeated. That's what Baal Shem Tov said. Is that true? Is that what we experience? The answer is, that's the truth as the world exists in the mind of God. Because in the mind of Hashem, everything is still holy and everything is still pure. So where does evil exist there? The answer is evil exists, but evil is a malach toiv. Evil is a, is, is, evil is, is a shliach of the Rabbani Shalom as well. And just like the Rabbani Shalom is a shliach of uh, malach Gavriel to bring Shafa to the world, so the Rabbani Shalom has a malach, it's called the malach HaMavis and the Sahara to bring Nisyanis to the world. For what? To fight against Kedusha? No, this is a way of building one's, one's muscles. If a person goes to the gym, right, and, and, and lifts weights, the weight is not the enemy. The weight is not the enemy. The weight is a vehicle through which you could build your own muscles. Then when you have that stamina built and those muscles built, then you go and, you know, and you wrestle with an actual enemy and you'll be matzliach. But the, the, the exercise equipment is not the enemy. That's the tools that you have in order to discover the kaiches that you, that you didn't know you had and to build those kaiches. So what is the Eight Sahara? Here's the difference. In the world of, of the Chochmas Hashem, the world of, of created reality as it still exists in God's mind, in that place, then evil itself is only there to help us. Evil, the, the very Metzius of evil is still Kedusha. Evil itself is Kedusha. So in that perspective, in that place, of course you could come in contact with the princess before you overcome the dragon. There is no dragon. There is no, there is no Haman. Haman himself is just a Echatimsa to be Mechazeg Mordechai. So, no, so you could, everything is Dveikis. Everything is Elikus in that place. The only, the only time where things begin to change and, and what we to call the Yetzirah and so on all of a sudden becomes Davara. That's when we move out of Chochmas Hashem into this world that was created by Hashem's hands, Kiviachot. This is what the Chacham were doing by Kiddush HaChaydash. The secret of Kiddush HaChaydash is, is that the Chachamim, at that moment, were being makash themselves to that world of what? Of the first races. Of that world of Hashem B'Chachma Yasad Arts. And, fr- and from that place of Einar Mulvadai, from that place of absolute Elikos, where evil itself is redefined as nothing more than a Malach Taiv of the Rabbani Shlailam. So of course from that place, every spark of Kedusha is what? is insulated by a resh. Because what is the resh? The resh is the prison itself. And the prison itself is nothing more than just Kedusha. Everything else, it, it's a klipa toiva. It's a, it's a klipa snaig. It's a good klipa. There's nothing wrong with it. It's there as a, as a vehicle to strengthen your hischaskus, mechazik your amuna, by being challenged. No different than the, than the uh, exercise equipment in the gym. And so the chachamim by Kiddush HaChaydish, they will be makash themselves, what? To the soida ibor. Why is it called the seeker of Ibor? Ibor means there's a baby, and the baby has its own existence, but it's subsumed within the mother's existence. The secret of Ibor was is that that's how the Chacham by Kiddush HaChadosh were viewing reality. They were looking at reality, they were the Makasher, themselves to reality as it still exists within the essence of God, within the mind of God. 
then it's born into the, into the month that we then go with and we have to face and deal with things in a practical sense. But what the Chum were doing at that moment is they were makash themselves to the Saudi Ibor. This is why I mentioned in the beginning, why is Rosh Chaydesh and Sudas Rosh Chaydesh so connected with Chassidus? Why are they both necessary in Hachanas for Gula? The answer is, because this is, is in its root the fundamental philosophy of Tars Chassidus. Tars Chassidus is that even though we don't have Kiddush HaChadosh anymore, but the Baal came to the world and gave us the tools and gave us the, the Kaychis to be Makasha ourselves to that reality that's called that first Rashis. That reality that's called Taif, that's called Einam Ovadai, that's called Altsis God. That's the essence of Chassidus. Chassidus, therefore, is not about losing yourself in that place, but it's about being able to give us the ability to be makasha ourselves with the queen, with the princess, even before she's rescued in a practical sense from the prison. And so because of the Baal Shem Tov, you could have Yidin that are not maybe holding by the biggest madragas in the world, but that doesn't stop them from experiencing deep madragas in this moment. I, Bidarach Kla, I'm not holding. The reason why I'm not holding is, is, is because Bidarach Kla, there's a... There's, a, there's, a, there's a, a warden, there's a guard, there's something blocking me from the princess. But if I connect myself to that place of the Baal Shem, that place of Sudas Rosh where everything is Elokos anyway, and even evil is, is revealed for what it is in truth, which is just the Shleich of the Rabbanish Lailam, then there's really nothing in my way. This is the famous marshal of the Baal Shem Tev that's brought down in Deg Mach and others, Mach that what? That the Baal Shem Tev said, a famous marshal, that there was a king and he wanted to offer a treasure in his, in his treasure house to anyone that would come. But everyone that would come, it's a whole Misa. There was walls and barriers and monsters and forests, and everyone was just so intimidated. Until the Ben Melech came to the first obstacle, and he said, it's impossible for me to get through this. But yet my father's inviting me in. So it doesn't make any sense. So it must be, there is no obstacle. He closed his eyes and he said, Abba, Tata. And you know what happened? The obstacle vanished. And like that, he was able to go all the way into the inner chamber. That starts Chasidus. Does that mean that you ignore reality? No, but it means that in order to, just like Kiddush like HaKadosh, in order to then engage in what we call reality, which is actual Bir Hara and Birurim, you have to first be makashi yourself to the princess before the process of Birurim. How you makashi yourself to the princess before you actually rescue her? By closing your eyes and realizing that there is no prison. And you connect yourself to that Bechin of Reishas, that's Kiddush HaKadosh, Makudish Makudish. This is why Kiddush HaKadosh was given to Tzadikim of Moshe and Aaron. Moshe and Aaron. And Chazal Darshan, that going forward, it also has to be done by Tzadikim that are like Moshe and Aaron. Chazal have a lashon like that. Moshe and Aaron. That's a pretty high standard. Moshe and Aaron are Tzadikim that lived in that place of before creation. Of before what we call creation. Moshe Rabbeinu was, was drawn from the water. The water means this world that was, as it was created by Hashem's hands. Maisha comes from a place before. Aaron HaKoyim was able to bring shalom between people. How was he able to bring shalom between people? He would lie. He would say, oh, really, he feels bad. He wants to apologize. This guy wants to apologize. It's baloney. It's checker. How is it checker? How is it not checker? The answer is, Vaiter. There's mechitzes, barriers between one Jew and another. But Vaiter, that's just demyonis. It's all rea- it's, in its root, there are no barriers. In its root, everything is a malach toif. And anytime there's a barrier between one Jew and another, that's just gym equipment to mechazik their relationship. And Aaron Akain is coming from that place of Kaidem Abriya, that place of Chachma Yasad Aretz, in which case there are no barriers. And all Aaron Akain is saying the truth as he sees it, which is, you guys love each other, you just don't know it yet. 
That's the secret of Aaron Akain. This is the side of Ibad. This is what Hasidus is deeply connected with Kedusha Zachayrish. This is why of all times of the year where this secret of the Saudi Eber is most strong, it's Tavka by Hashanah Mubaras, a leap year. The whole Indian of a leap year is what? Is to bring together the sun and the moon, yeah? The sun and the moon. The solar month, the solar year has its number. The lunar year has its number. And there's a difference of 11 days in between. And if we don't make it, if we don't do anything about that, then with time, things will get crazy. We'll have Tisha B'Av in the winter, right? And Rosh Hashanah, and all this, you know, different time. You know, everything will get crazy. So we make an Ibriyar to be Miyachi, to bring together the sun and the moon. The sun means everything that's good. And the moon means everything that's imprisoned. The sun means freedom. Maisha Rabbeinu is compared to the sun. And what does the moon mean? Ragle yardes maves. The moon means the leg of the kuf descending into a low place. The moon was nismayit, the moon was diminished and was sent down from its stature. And the difference between the sun and the moon is 11. 11 corresponds to everything that's imperfect. 10 is perfect, that's a perfect number. 11 is imperfect, called Maisif Gereya. There's 11 spices in the Ketairis. 11 is always a number that represents things that are imperfect that need to be fixed. The difference between the sun and the moon is 11 days. The Chiddush of Saida Eber, the Chiddush of Shnas Eber is that even though it looks like the moon is small and it looks like things are terrible and it looks like the princess is trapped in that dungeon, you should know there's a Raz, there's a Rejdein, there's a secret going on. And the Saida Eber is, is that even though it looks like the solar moon, the solar year and the lunar year are different, that's them, they're the same. It's, it, it's the essence of Torah's Chassidus. It's the essence of that first ratios of, of Chachma Yasad Arts. This is why Dafka, the Yantav of Purim, is so makutra to this. The whole Yantav of Purim is what? Yantav of Purim is all about Ibor. It's about an existence within an existence. There's a lot of doubles in Purim. The Gemara says, you read the Megillah, Mitzvah Lachzer Vlashnoisabayam. You read the Megillah at night and you repeat it by the day. Mishloach Manis Ishriyehu, two gifts to one person. Two matonas to two of yoinim. There's a duality in Purim. Purim has Igeris a Purim Hashenis, the letter that Esther Hamalka wrote. She wrote two letters to be Machazik the Yantav of Purim. Purim is, is a miracle within nature. Purim is a story about the Jewish people's struggle against Haman. And within that, there's a, there's a smaller story about Mordechai versus Haman. There's a lot of duality in, in Purim. People wear costumes on Purim. Who are you? There's who you are within, underneath this mask of who you are. What does Purim have to do with this Ebor? The answer is that's what the secret of Purim is. The secret of Purim is our ability to touch and to come in contact with that deep truth of what the Baal Shantav was trying to bring to the world, of what we're going to experience with the coming of Mashiach, of that absolute truth, that revelation of what? That everything was a Malachtoif. There never were any barriers to begin with Bechlal. And it was all just a matter of, of our perspective. This is why in the Yontif of Purim, we know Haman is not really the enemy. Haman helps us. If it wasn't for Haman, then, we wouldn't, then Mordechai wouldn't be the Mishnah Melch HaChashverish. He wouldn't be put in the position that he was put in. And he wouldn't be able to rebuild the second base of Migdash. There was good things that came out of it. We have to give a shkaych to Haman. Maybe we shouldn't curse Haman. Haman was Matzliach. He gave us Hatzlach with that. 
he was the one that gave the Eitzah to kill Vashti. Shkoyach. That's a strange thing. I thought he's the enemy. The answer is the secret of Perm is the secret of Saita Ibor. It's the secret of the Shnasa Ibor, which is, there is no difference between the sun and the moon. All the barriers, all the 11, the 11, diff- the 11 which is the 10 sons of Amun and Amun himself, it's not really a barrier. Close your eyes and you just walk through it. Let's go back. Chizkiyo HaMelech wanted to make the Shnasa Ibor in Nisan. The Rizal was Megal of the following secret. The Rizal said that the year is divided into two parts. There's the six months of Tishrei through Adar and the six months of Nisan till Tishrei. The Rizal said that the six months of Tishrei till Adar are Mitzad HaZachar. They're Mitzad HaMashpia. They're Mitzad HaMashpia. They're Mitzad HaZachar. The six months of Nisan until, until El, through Elul, is Mitzat HaNakeva, is Mitzat HaMakabal. Chizkiyot wanted to be Mashiach. Chazal says such a thing, Chizkiyot wanted to be Mashiach. Chizkiyot wanted to bring that truth of the Shna Seibor, of this reality, of what reality is as it still exists in God's mind. He wanted to bring that Bepoyal Mamish, that we shouldn't just have this as a Hizkazkas once in a while, or when you learn Chesidus, he wanted this to be Halach Lamaisa, and that's what Gula is. Gula is a revelation of this deep truth that Hashem Bechach Miyasad Aretz actually making its way into our reality, a Purim. That's what Mashiach is. And therefore, Davke Chizkiyo wanted to what? To bring the Shnasa Ibor, the Saida Ibor, that should make its way not in the six months that are Mitzad the Zachar. Zachar always means that which is hidden, that which is potential. He wanted to take Ishna Seber and bring it into the six months of Nekeva. Nekeva means Lamaisa. Nekeva means I want to experience this practically, tangibly. The husband brings home the check, which is very nice, but you can't, you can't eat it. And the Nekeva takes the money and makes it real. Nekeva always means that which is tangible. Chizkiyo wanted to be Mashiach and wanted to bring the Shna Seber into the month of Nisan. So we should be able to experience tangibly this truth of what? Of Alts' God. And the Chum didn't agree. You know why? It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. We have to wait for Mashiach to come for such a gila to take place. That's the secret of what's going on in this Gemara too with Shmuel Yachinah. Remember that Gemara? Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the Gemara says, but Rabbeinu HaKadosh, he was a descendant of David HaMelech. Rabbeinu HaKadosh wanted to abolish Tisha B'Av when it was a Nidcha. The Gemara says in Megillah, why? Because Rabbeinu HaKadosh wanted Mashiach too. His whole life was about bringing Mashiach to return Malchus based David to its stature. And he had a doctor that was called Shmuel, Yarchina, the expert in the site of Ibor. Because Rabbeinu HaKadosh knew that there's a sickness in the world. The sickness in the world is what? Is the, is the humans of this world, the Sitra Achra. That's all that's wrong. That's all that's holding back Malchus based David from being able to be healed. And what's the solution? The solution is Shmuel Yarchina, the secret of Ibor. The realization that what? That there is no barrier. To be able to close your eyes like in the Moshe of Hashem, and to say, Tata, I believe that you want me, I believe that you love me, I believe that I can come in contact with you and just walk through it. That's, that was the, that's the cure for Rabbeinu HaKadosh. But what's amazing is, the Gemara says the example that the eyes of Rabbi Nasi were sick. The Gemara says, Kala If a Kala has good eyes, it means that she's healthy. If the Kala has bad eyes, that means the whole body is unhealthy. 
If Rabbeinu HaKadosh was Malchus based David, which is Nekev, which is practical, Allah Lamaisa, the simon of Kiddush HaKadosh was David Melch Yisrael Chayvekayim. If Malchus based David is sick, if the eyes of Rabbeinu HaKadosh are sick, then it needs a real refuah. And the Baal Shem Tov is the only refuah for that. If you have a year that's very, very sick, and they're imprisoned in a very, very deep prison, the Eitzah to be mechazik that year, to give a refuah to that year, is not to give him a bigger sledgehammer. He doesn't have the strength to wield that sledgehammer. He doesn't have the, the, the militia behind him to, to attack the fortress. You know the biggest, the number one refuah, the first refuah to do is what? Is to give him the chizik of the Baal Shem, which is, there is no prison. There is no barrier. Close your eyes. What you thought Haman was the enemy, he is the Messiah. Close your eyes. There is no barrier. Just walk through. Don't be afraid. Rabbi Shmuel Yarchina comes to heal the eyes of Rabbeinu Kaddish. But just, by his, just as by Chizkiyah Melech, Shmuel offers Rabbeinu Kaddish, let me heal your eyes directly. Let me put the medication on your eyes. That there should be a refu in a very straight and direct way. And Rabbeinu Kaddish says, I can't handle it. The world's not ready for such a thing yet. So Shmuel has a chachma of healing the eyes of Rabbi from behind. In a very secretive way of every once in a while planting those seeds of Eschazkas, planting those seeds of, of Baal Shem Tev, of light, of Teres Chasidis. And slowly but surely that truth of that Eschazkas, that refuah to the eyes of, of Malchus based David, will eventually make its way to the surface. But that's the Chochmah of, of Shmuel, Shmuel Yarchina, to be able to heal the eyes of Rabbeinu HaKadosh in a subtle way, without banging over the head, because... Maybe the world's not ready for that truth to be revealed in an open way. So you have to go a little bit, uh, you know, but then the Gemara says, he was in pain. He wanted to give smicha to Shmuel. What does it mean smicha? Smicha means, you're the, you're the Mar or we Paskin like you. Rabbeinu HaKadosh wanted to give, a, give smicha to Shmuel. Smicha, the, the giving of smicha to Shmuel would have, would have meant that the, the Mahalach of Shmuel, which is, which is the Soyda Ibor, that everything is got, Alts is got, and animal Vadai, close your eyes and just walk through, that would have been Halach Lamaisa. Just as Chizk Yohamelech wanted the Ibor Shana to be a Nisan. Rabbeinu Kaddish wants to give Smicha to Shmuel. But Shmuel gives Chizk, but it was, Havikam it started, it wasn't Matzliach. So Shmuel Viter is Machazik Rabbi, and he says, don't worry about this, this is also, this is also predestined. This is also part of the Cheshmer. The fact that we have to go subtly, and the fact that even after Purim is over, we're still in Gullus. That's also part of the Cheshmer. That's also a barrier that's not a real barrier. So even when, you're, when you have the Baal Shem Tov and you're thinking, Mamish, Mashiach should come already, and it doesn't come. Weiter, that's also part of the Cheshmer too. Ein liyayish, even after, there's a lot of reasons to be miyayish. Even after Mashiach doesn't come, after you expect him to, there's weiter, ein liyayish. Because it's also part of the Cheshmer. It's weiter a barrier, just close your eyes and walk through it. They say mice like this with the Baltan and the Bradejiver, that there was one time they were going together on a mission to for Pidin Shvuyim. And they came, and they were they were already late for where they, were, they had to get to, whatever it is, and they came to one of these like huge ca castles and fortresses for the Middle Ages, which is like middle of nowhere, you know? And the Bradejiver turned to the to, to the Baltani and he said, well, We don't have time to go around. And he started walking through the wall. So the Baltani pulled him back. And he said, No, we have time to walk around. They just said, no, no, Shnei, we don't have time for this. We have to go, have to go fight. And he walked through the wall again. Baltani told him, no, we have time. So Baltani convinced them, they have time. They walk around. So sometimes you have to go. It's a, it's a, it's a joke. 
Bemis, there's no wall, and you just walk through it. But sometimes you have to walk around knowing that you didn't really have to. That's who's Rishchaydesh, that's Teresa Chasidis. To mechazek ourselves with that include of what, of being able to once in a while, maybe even more than once in a while, come in contact with the, the princess while she's still stuck in prison. And that's not a theory with the fact that we're not holding by big madrigas, because there's two different races, two different beginnings. And the beginning of Chasidis is mechazek us in our avoid that we enter into the next, the next uh, races. Hashem shall bless each and every one of us with a chaydish taiv, with a, a month full of light, a month full of simcha, a month full of an ahapichu. We should be saying that this month, the truth of all truth, which is that there is no difference between the sun and the moon, should be in this gala, in a revealed way, in a papayal mamish, be called tzedek. Amen.